Hey ladies, this is Lisa Hawkins with Christian Warrior Woman. For those of you, if it's your first time listening to the podcast, welcome and so happy you are here. Know that if you want any um, additional detail in regard to this podcast, you could probably find um, more on the subject in the book that I have on Amazon. It's actually a bestseller in the Christian category, and it is called Christian Warrior Woman, A Guide to Taking Back Your Faith, Family, and Future. So I'm excited to talk today, and those who are married, please do not think that this conversation is not for you, because today we're going to talk about 10 qualities of in a man. And I truly think today when when I when we talk to young women or we talk to women who are older and we ask what you're looking for, I always hear things that sound like something you see online or something you see on TV. And I want, whether married or single, I want you to think about for yourself and what you need, you know, not what other people have or what other people are looking for, but what you need as far as the qualities for a successful relationship, whether you are in the market for a possible future husband or you are married and possibly can list some of the qualities that attracted you to your husband and maybe it can be a way for you to get more re I won't say more reattracted but <laughs> attracted or rekindle what initially attracted you to your spouse when you look at what are when you talk to people who are successfully married you you can't nail it down to looks you can't nail it down to money it really comes down to character and quality of life and you should what should we look for when we are dating or someone asks you out do you first think of the dinner and where it's going to lead or what you think they have or do you really look at the quality of the person and so this is a conversation that I think as women, we should have married, we should have with singles, singles have with married women, because we also need to reinforce and encourage each other. Those who are married, believe it or not, married women think on many occasions they wish they were single or they wish they had maybe had made a different choice. Well, no one's going to admit that right now. <laughs> but there are days, and I'm sure even if you're in a relationship, there's days that you wonder, should you stay in the relationship? And many times as women, we stay in relationships that may not be the best for our future, the best is encouraging, or the best of empowering us because of fear of being alone. And loneliness is a real feeling, a real a reality for many women. But one of the things that I can share for myself personally, 
I learned who I was in my loneliness and I, I learned to enjoy who I was in times of loneliness and, and started and worked on developing areas that I had always wanted to, but maybe didn't have time, whether it was children were young or, or a job or money, whatever the circumstances may be. But it allowed me to explore loving myself, understanding decisions I made, and also evaluating not making them again. And even if you're married and you are struggling, we have to reevaluate our behavior, our thoughts, our attitudes in the relationship as well if we want to bring change and if we want to keep the relationship healthy. So let's look at 10 things. And I found this these online of qualities and want to think of which one of these that you may feel that you have in your partner or your husband and or maybe you don't have. And believe it or not, not that women can change, but sometimes when we change, men can reveal areas that they may feel they don't need to share. And before I start with a list, I'm going to use one as an ex- use something as an example. Many times as women, especially today, we're trying to show how strong we are, tough we are, capable we are, how we can do it all for ourselves, that we leave men in a situation of not maybe really being sure what to do and may find that we're getting less in our relationships because we spend so much time proving that we could take care of ourselves and do it all. And believe it or not, your man that's in love with you or your future man that's in love with you would like to do and likes to feel needed and wants to show you that love and support in many ways. But sometimes it may be our attitude or our mouth that may lead us to get less than is, than they want to give us. So when you're thinking about these qualities, think about things that you can say and do that might help motivate, <clears throat> excuse me, help motivate him to possibly show some of these qualities that he may be, may be holding on to. Or allow yourself to be vulnerable enough to trust what you have and to trust your instincts. And you can shoot me a message and let me know how these may work. So if you've got your pen and your pad and you're in your quiet space, let's start with quality number 10. And that is, he appreciates you. Now you could look at that appreciates you and what you do, how you um, manage the home, how you are a mother to your children, your career. There could be a number of things or just appreciate you being his wife or his girlfriend. He appreciates you. The second is he's sweet. 
Now you have to define what sweet is or means to you. Because if I ask three women, what do they think is something sweet their guy has done for them? You may get three different answers. So, and look and think about what your person does for you that's sweet. Because he may be thinking he's doing something you really like and 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 doesn't know that possibly maybe you don't. Now, how you share that and talk about that, there's an opportunity. Okay, number, let's see, we did 10, 9, we're at 8. He's thoughtful and romantic. Now, I would think, and especially married folks, we start in relationships and kind of on both sides, but with with men, you know, he did what he had to do to get you. Now he's got to do what he's got to do to keep you, right? So he's thoughtful and romantic. Think of areas, if you're married, um, of areas where you may hinder the opportunity of romance. And I'll give an example for myself. I am, I'm very picky about my vacations, about where I stay, and I would rather go on one or two really great vacations than go on five mediocre vacations. So I have to sometimes remind my husband when he thinks of something to do to not let his thought um, get discounted compared to what my thought may be or what my idea may be. And we have to allow people to show you romance and thoughtfulness in their way versus sometimes our fantasy or our dream way. So ask yourself and think about the last time that you felt that he showed you romance. And also think about, do you feel like it's always one-sided? Or is it you that's always offering romantic? Or is it, or you're always leaving it to him to be the romantic one? When it can be a mutual beneficial event. So we're at seven. He's a good listener. Hmm. That's a that's a good one. That's hard to find on both sides with women and men. <laughs> He's a good listener. And I always joke with friends that some of the conversations that we want to have with our companion and husband is really fit for to have with a girlfriend. You can't make your husband or your boyfriend your girlfriend. There are things that you need to talk about with girls because men are really not going to be interested in how many handbags or whatever, whatever that you might be talking about at times. Doesn't mean he's not a good listener, but sometimes we can't make um, the, your spouse, the sounding board for everything going on in your life. Make sense? Here's one that's important to me. Six, he's loyal. I am a a loyal person, so 
my as a, as for me my commitment isn't i had someone the other day say that they and i don't know if they really heard themselves but they were like oh as long as my wife keeps herself together she'll never have to worry about me cheating and my question was so it's your wife's responsibility or it could be girlfriend's responsibility to keep you faithful that she has to look a certain way, be a certain way. And so when she's not that way, then you won't be faithful. And really, faithfulness is a commitment, as I explained to the person, that you make. You have to decide that when you take a marriage vow, that being faithful is what you are going to work toward. Am I going to say that people don't mess up and slip up? But you're not planning it based on, well, when your looks fail, because as I explained to them, your looks are going to fail. You might have some physical problems in the future yourself. It's not just her. And so do you want her to walk away from you at that point? So to me in a relationship, and I'm really thinking on marriage right now, and even when you're dating someone, if, if they're cheating and running around with on you when you're dating them, why will they change when you marry them? There's very few people who will do that. Who they are is who they are. So for me, being loyal is very important because loyal is, is long-term. Loyal is a person doesn't make commitments lightly because they know the importance of their vows and and of their commitment. Now, does that mean things always work? No, but many people go into marriage and into relationships for, well, just as long as we're having a good time. And that's fine when you both feel that way. But normally it's only one that feels that way. So to me, be honest. If you're dating and you're dating other people, just be honest. Because it may lead into the two of you wanting just a one-on-one. But loyalty is just being, to me, open, honest, and transparent. And not secretive and deceitful. So define what loyal is for you. Next is you're attracted to him. And you find yourself beyond attracted to him. Now, for me, when I describe this, and I'll say it again, you're attracted to him, but you find yourself beyond attracted to him. Have you ever met someone who you would say to, if you wanted to look at him from a just a physical standpoint, that he was nice looking, but not maybe knocking you out with looks, but there was an attraction, there was a confidence, there was a way he carried himself that you found attractive. And so when we say attracted to him, you know, it's not always that they just are dropped down gorgeous with a great body, etc. And, and a lot of women say, oh, great body, great car, great money, yada, yada. Yeah, I always say when they got all of that They got other stuff going with it, too. Might be a couple of girls going along with it. But the thing is, 
Make sure that your attraction isn't based on what you think he will do for you or buy you or if it'll give you the opportunity to keep up with the Joneses. But is this a person that you can see yourself with the rest of your life? I always say, don't waste time on someone that you know is going to take you nowhere. Because believe it or not, in that time you're wasting with that person, possibly a great person for you could come by or notice you, but see that you're in a relationship. And they might even know who you're in a relationship with probably means that you wouldn't be the right person for them. So don't waste your time with someone or allow them to block your future someone. Okay, we're down to the last two. He makes you happy. He makes you smile more than you frown. He makes you happy. He makes you smile more than make you frown. So, and I would shoot this to folks who are dating. If you're dating someone and you're frowning and disappointed more than you are happy, if it's, you know, sometimes it could be balanced. And when I say frown, maybe he works long hours and you don't get to see each other. So that could be a reason to frown. Or maybe... His finances aren't in a great situation right now. So you're not able to maybe go out as much as you used to. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe. There's a lot of different reasons that you could be frowning. Now, obviously, if you're frowning from cheating or lack of attention and you're dating someone, you need to consider them a friend and move on. And if you're married and... You've been noticing that you're frowning more lately. Ask yourself, are you frowning because you need to to get yourself engaged in doing something? Sometimes we expect other people to bring us our happiness instead of bringing ourselves happiness with taking up with whether it's an activity or a hobby or thinking of doing something different. Or and if you're married, well, there's other ideas you might need to come up with as well. But, you know, we all need some spice and change and new ideas. So if you've been frowning, think about, have you contributed to the frown? Maybe your finances aren't as good because maybe some folks have been spending more than usual. Whatever it may be. Think of what's the strategy that you can turn a frown into a crown on your head and be treated special. And the last one, he makes you feel relaxed. You don't have to be, sorry, you don't have to be on around him. Being on, hmm. I had a client once who... She, her husband had never, she, she had no hair. She was literally pretty much bald. And I don't know how her husband didn't know that she was wearing a wig or an attachment, but, um, he didn't know. And she said she could never tell him. And 
and they had been married 20 something years. So this wasn't, I found it odd, but respected her choice that she wanted to always, she was like, she would never want him to envision her or even think of her not having any hair. Now, you could look at that two ways. I'm I'm not knocking either way. But to me, I would say for myself personally, that I want to be able to feel comfortable. And I would have probably, right or wrong, I probably would have told my husband that I'd lost my hair or whatever it may be. And that I'm going to choose to wear wigs. Now, that's me. In her mind, she knows her husband and may know that that would make her less sexy to him. And may cause issues. I just found it strange he didn't know. Or I think he knows and she thinks he doesn't know or wants to believe that. But I think it's important that you feel relaxed around the person that you're with. You're able to be yourself. They're able, you know, people who go to bed with makeup on. I even heard um, someone on TV, I think it was on The View, that she goes to bed with makeup on at night. I'm like, wow, I can understand if you, you know, as they say, you know, preparing for the night and having a romantic night and you fall asleep with it, but that every night that you would never let him see you without makeup, I think is a a bit much. But again, it's a personal choice. But to me, it comes down to he makes you feel relaxed. He makes you feel beautiful. Um, Seeing you in your authentic um, self. I remember a couple of years ago, and I guess it's still going on, that women were wearing the corsets and the this and that and the other, and it supposedly would make you be two or three sizes smaller. And so I asked a, a question, and I said, but what happens when you take this off? You know, obviously everyone in the group, they weren't Christian, so they're engaging in sex with their partner. I said, so you're getting this stuff to suck all of this stuff in. And so when you let this, when you take this thing off and everything gets unsucked and it falls, that would, to me, would be worse. I said, I would rather, I was like, I wouldn't want something two to three size smaller, not for going to find a date or a spouse, because at some point when you let it all hang out, they're going to be in shock. And so I saw that as a joke. Um, But women were doing it anyway. But to me, you know, making you feel comfortable in your skin and that you don't feel like you always have to be perfect and 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 or competing because you're worried about some other beautiful person he might see at the workplace or church or just going to the grocery store. If you're nervous about a person like that all the time, that is very stressful. And that's not a a good, um, emotionally good for you to be living that way. So I would ask you to, to ask yourself, 
why you are not showing your authentic self in this relationship. And what could you do to start revealing who you are and how you want to live and the type of relationship that you want to have? I have met with many women who were really living in the shell of the relationship that their boyfriend or their husband wanted with very little voice in the relationship. And I'm not talking about someone who's an abuser or or anything like that. I'm just talking about people that we're so big into people pleasing or going along that they're you're afraid that if you don't, that maybe you might lose the person. Well, let's look at what the stats are. 50% of marriages work. 50 don't. And if you don't have a voice in the relationship, if you don't have skin in the game to add ideas, to add creativity, what side do you think you're really going to fall on? The successful side or the failing side? To me, if you're in a marriage, then you're in it to fight for it. It's the same way with being a Christian warrior. You're fighting. Marriage is a covenant before God. The enemy doesn't want that to succeed. So you have to pray and fight and bring love and bring peace and bring understanding. And even if you have kids, find that time to nurture and love each other so that you can grow and you can keep a healthy vibe between the two of you. Because the enemy's always looking to try to bring someone in between or finances or there's just so many things that can go wrong. um, You can get offended in the marriage or feel, you know, don't feel like you loved enough, getting enough attention. But he makes you feel relaxed. And if he doesn't, maybe it's time to have a talk about what, not everything. Just remember when you're having talks, try to stick to one area at a time and not try to bring the whole list of everything that's wrong in the relationship. Men like to solve problems, but they don't want to feel overwhelmed or feel like they're losing Because if you bring a long list, what do you really, what is he, how is he seeing it? He's seeing it as, you're not happy. I'm not a good husband. Maybe I'm not a good partner. Maybe this isn't working then. Or maybe we should pursue being separate. So we need to pray and we need to be wise. And we need to stick to one thing that we would like to improve in the relationship. Without attitude without um, tone in our voice, but in a very comfortable and peaceful manner. And then, you know, allow, allow the Lord and allow both of you. And when someone gives an opinion, especially when you're talking in a relationship, let them finish. Don't think you know what they're going to say. Don't think you can finish their sentence. But do your best at listening. Because when you listen, your answer, men are not like women. Their answer is in their words. Did you hear that? Their answer is in their words. 
And so if you're dating and if you share with someone what you value and what's important to you, and they explain that that's not important to them, you can do what I would describe in three letters. Run. (laughs) Move on. And don't waste your time. In a marriage, it's working. It's working at it every day. And there are days I'm not happy. And there are days I wish I was single. And then there are days I'm thankful that I have a husband who I trust and is loyal. So, and we can feel differently every day. So don't let one day's frustration make you get hormonal and think the whole relationship is not worth holding on to. So I hope you enjoyed our top 10 and you may have other ones that you might want to add to it or switch out. But um, shoot me a message and let me know what you think. And I pray that each of you have healthy, empowering, and loving relationships. And those who are single, that the Lord will bring forth your future husband that will cover you, that will bless you, that will pray over you, and that you'll have a fruitful life together. But I wish that for all women who hear this, that the Lord will grant them the wisdom to grow and develop love in their relationship. And even if you've struggled in your marriage, that there is a renewed heart, a renewed mind, and a renewed focus to be blessed. Amen. And till next time. This is Lisa Hawkins, Christian Warrior Woman.